On today's show, it's a funeral for the 2022 Yankees. At least it was a little later in October this time, but woo, was it a doozy. We'll talk about the ALCS, the shortcomings of the Yankees, and the embarrassment of being swept by the Astros. And we'll have quotes and stats, and yeah, it's going to be great. It'll be fun. I'll make, I'll somehow make this fun. Let's turn this into an Irish funeral. All next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, Yankee fans. It's not really a happy Monday, but happy Monday nonetheless. Welcome to Locked on Yankees, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. I'm a lapsed writer turned podcast host, and I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Today's episode of Locked On Yankees is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security. With fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe, 24/7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/lockedonmlb to learn more. How are we feeling today? Now, I hope you're all like me. I've been watching baseball for so long that when the Yankees lose in the playoffs, I'm usually fine within about five to 10 minutes after the game. When I was younger and in my 20s and I lived and died with every single pitch, it would take me a couple of days. Plus, it didn't help I had coworkers who would, you know, razz me when I'd walk in. Um... I don't have that now because I work from home, thank goodness. And uh, everyone in this house is a Yankee supporter, so they wouldn't be razzing me. <laughs> but this was disappointing. Did I think the Yankees were going to win the series? No. I honestly know. The Astros were a much better team. They were stronger in every single category. But did I think the Yankees were going to get swept? No. No. And one big reason why the Yankees got swept not just because they were outmatched in basically every category, lineup, starting rotation, bullpen, defense, managing. It was the managing. Game one is where we knew this was not going to be a great series. With the moves that Aaron Boone made in game one, I think we all saw this coming. We saw the movie in our heads. Oh boy, here we go. He's managing like it's a random day in the middle of the season and not game one of a championship series. The bullpen moves that he made in game one sealed this series for the Yankees. <laughs> also sealing the series for the Yankees, the fact that the offense couldn't do anything. Anything. And then if they did do something, the pitching would let... Houston back into a game because if you look at the run differential for the series aside from game three the Yankees were in those games 
they just couldn't do anything. They had no luck on their side whatsoever. And any bad move that they made, Houston capitalized on it because that's what good teams do. They capitalize on other teams' mistakes. Remember when the Yankees did that in the beginning of the season when they started off with that crazy record? That's what the Yankees were doing. When they were firing on all cylinders, they took advantage of when the other team goofed. They didn't do that in this series because Houston rarely goofed. I don't enjoy this Yankees era of baseball. I don't. It is, I would rather them be bad for years and rebuild and get back to winning again instead of being the type of organization that's happy with just making the playoffs. Because as much as Hal Steinbrenner says they're trying to win, they're not trying to win. If they were trying to win, they wouldn't make moves like they did before the season started. If you've watched this show for a while or listened to the show for a while, you know that I went off on Cashman and Steinbrenner when the IKF Donaldson Ben Rortvet trade was made for Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez. By the way, does anyone know what Ben Rortvet looks like? Because I don't. And who contributed the most to the Yankees losing this series? Josh Donaldson, who apparently forgot how to swing the bat. And Isaiah Kiner-Falefa who proved he couldn't play shortstop, and yet Aaron Boone started him in an elimination game. And guess who played a big role in why the Yankees lost that game last night? Congratulations, Brian Cashman. Good job on that trade. This is what we were all worried about. We were all worried about IKF becoming one of the reasons why this team would lose in the playoffs. After what happened in Game 3 against Cleveland, why on earth would you ever start him again at shortstop? You didn't do it in Games 4 and 5 against Cleveland, so why would you do it against the Astros? I really don't understand Aaron Boone and his decision-making. Yes, the team was worse than the Astros. I've acknowledged that. We all know that. But so many instances in this series could have been different if Aaron Boone made different decisions. And some people will say, well, you have to work with the roster you have. Sure, but there are ways to... Uh, I don't know, use your best pitchers in games. We saw all those best pitchers last night. Where the hell were they in game one? In a moment, we're going to continue to talk about this stuff. My thoughts about the ALCS. My thoughts about how the Yankees are embarrassing us. They're embarrassing us. Here's the thing. I'm a fan first, and then a podcast host. And I try 
I try. I don't always succeed, but I try to be fair and reasonable. But the way this series played out makes it impossible for me to be fair and reasonable. I can't do it. I can't do it. I am livid right now. It's an embarrassment watching this team year in and year out fail this way. Like I said a few minutes ago, I would prefer them to just suck <laughs> for a while. But the Yankees will never do that because Hal wants to make money. And he still makes money even when they don't win the World Series because people will keep going to games, people will keep buying beers and buying drinks, and they'll make tons of money and they don't care. The stockholders do not care about winning. George Steinbrenner may have been a maniac, but he cared about winning. A little too much in some instances. Hal doesn't care. He'll say that he does, but he doesn't. And the past few years have illustrated how much he does not. So in a moment, we'll continue our discussion about this. But first, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. Simply Safe can protect you with their cutting edge security technology, which is powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents, and they always have your back. Now, the great thing about Simply Safe is you can control your system from your phone. So, if you have your phone with you somewhere, you can look at a crystal clear high definition stream of your security cameras and make sure that everything is okay at your house. And if it's not okay, Simply Safe's agents will call you the moment a threat is detected and they will send police or first responders in an emergency. So what you can do is go to simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB and you can create the perfect system for your home and it only takes a few minutes. You can also save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you'll get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. All right, back to this funeral. I know I was going to turn it into an Irish funeral, but I'm angry. And you all should be angry. Because it's not the Yankees losing, it's the way they're losing. It's the way they're being embarrassed by other teams. They were embarrassed by the Red Sox in the wild card game. They were embarrassed by the Astros. And the other thing that annoys me, here's a fun stat for you. The Yankees' most consecutive seasons without reaching the World Series. They had an 18-year drought from 1903 to 1920, a 14-year drought that I lived through, <laughs> 1982 to 1995, didn't make the playoffs at all until the wild card in 95. And now it's 2010 to 2022. What's the difference in those spans of time? The first two, the Yankees never made the playoffs because things were different in those days. The 2010 to 2022 Yankees mostly made the playoffs. 
14, no, 13, 14, and 16 were the three years they didn't make the playoffs. They made them every other year. Losing in wildcard games, losing in five ALCSs. That's another thing. The Yankees have made five ALCSs. 2010, 2012, 2017, 2019, 2022, have not won a single one. They were swept in 2012, swept in 2022. So I don't like that stat because the way it was worded on Twitter was they've lost five straight ALCSs. It's no, it's they've lost the five, the last five that they've appeared in. So it's five straight for them, but not five straight chronologically. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Oh, and here's another fun stat from the series. The Yankees are the first team in Major League history with at least 50 strikeouts and 35 or fewer total bases in a single postseason series. Don't you love when our Yankees do things for the first time? Oh, isn't it great? Oh, it's just fabulous. Just wonderful that we have to be embarrassed by this team <laughs> and i know fans of other teams are gonna think to themselves you made the alcs why are you guys bitching so much i would kill for my team to even make the playoffs because of what i said earlier they claim to want to win every year but they don't do anything to actually prove that they want to win every year. They keep the same people in the same positions for years and don't change them. Brian Cashman has been with the organization since he was an intern in college in 1986. I was 12 in 1986. I just turned 48 in August. Most of the people in their major departments, analytics, scouting, all that stuff, player development, they've all been there for years. Nothing will change if they don't change some of these things. It starts at the top. They need to make changes at the top. And it won't be a smooth transition. And Yankee fans need to know that. It's not going to happen overnight. But it has to happen. So we might see, well, all right, I shouldn't say this. If there were a, if there was a different owner who could accept doing an actual rebuild, not a fake rebuild, not 2013 and 2014, because those teams were still over 500. The Yankees have not had a team under 500 since I was in high school. Okay. I'm talking an actual rebuild where we have to see really bad baseball for an entire season. Picture August of 2022 spread out over an entire season where the team's way under 500. And the Yankees have to have higher draft positions and be able to get people. I wish we can reincarnate Stick Michael. <laughs> Because Brian Cashman's not cutting it anymore. I'm sorry. The IKF Donaldson thing. That's the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I am done with Brian Cashman. Done. I used to defend him. And now I just can't. 
I can't defend this anymore. It's ludicrous watching this team do this year in and year out. It's annoying. They need to fire Aaron Boone. That needs to happen. If there were another manager managing this team, the series wouldn't be over. I'm not saying the Yankees would have won the series, but the series wouldn't be over. Some of those moves that he made were absolutely ridiculous. How did he not notice that something was wrong with Nestor Cortez? His velocity was down five miles an hour. And when you pitch at normally 92 and you're only throwing 87, that's a problem. Why did no one notice this? Everyone watching the game noticed it, but Aaron Boone didn't notice it. How is this possible? And then the IKF play. There was an article in the Daily News this morning. And IKF, bless his heart, bless his heart. I know that's a Southern saying, but I'm adapting it for now. Or adopting it for now. Adopting, that's the correct word. So this is what Isaiah Kiner-Falefa said last night after the game. I'm definitely happy with not giving up and still working, even though I could have just quit and sat on the side and been a grump and whatnot. I was just happy that I kept my head up and just waited for another opportunity and didn't botch any balls tonight. I'm sorry? You... What? You didn't botch any balls? I... I'm gonna... Okay. I said this... Was it last week or two weeks ago? There's no reason for the Yankees to protect this guy. You're not paying him millions of dollars. He's not a high-profile free agent who has, like, a personality issue that you need to take care of and need to make happy. He's not good. I don't understand the reason why he was in that game last night, Aaron Boone. There was no reason for it. Or why he was playing short. You could have moved him to third. He's a little better at third. And then you could have spared us from watching Josh Donaldson not swing the bat. And you could have had Peraza at short. And it would have been a better defensive player at short. Even if he didn't hit anything, it's better to have someone sure-handed at short. And Peraza is sure-handed. IKF is not. Did anyone else not feel comfortable with the three-run lead? You knew it wasn't going to last. You knew it. We just didn't know it was going to be erased so quickly. We didn't know that Nestor was going to get hurt. But again, how does Boone not realize that his player is not right. Ron Darling the other night said, no one knows his players better than Aaron Boone. And I laughed so hard at that comment because with the way he manages the team, it feels like someone who hasn't been around the team managing the team. The moves he makes are mind-boggling. I don't understand how the Yankees brass allows this to happen. Oh, I do. Because they don't care about winning. That's the theme for today. They don't care about winning.
that's why you keep seeing Aaron Boone making these ridiculous bullpen moves and nothing happening. You keep seeing Aaron Boone changing the lineup every single game because he can't figure out how to do it. We'll continue this discussion in a moment, but first, I really wanted to not make this an angry show, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm just so livid. I'm livid. I don't like being embarrassed. <laughs> to be a Yankee fan, I'm embarrassed. I joked last night that if the Yankees don't fire Aaron Boone at some point this week, I'm going to burn my Yankee tattoo off. I won't do that. I've had that thing since 2005. It's not going anywhere. But they need to do something. They need to do something. And at this rate... They're going to lose Aaron Judge. Why would he want to come back here? You wasted all of his prime years by putting teams that weren't good enough to win around him. 2017. They make it to the seventh game of the ALCS, and you're thinking, cool, okay, nice. Maybe they're on the upswing. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> then in 2018... They lose in the division series to the eventual World Series champions. Eventual, that's the word. Managed by someone who was cheating with the 2017 World Championship team. And I love, I love that uh, Yankee podcasts, other Yankee podcasts have Alex Cora on to talk about things. Do Yankee fans want to hear from Alex Cora about anything? No. And I love how certain people get away with things. When he came back from his suspension, it was barely mentioned why he was suspended. And that always cracked me up when I watched national broadcasts. Meanwhile, guys like A-Rod, they never stop talking about his suspension or why he was suspended but the cheating Astros had nothing happen to them. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Alex Cora and A.J. Hinch were suspended. Big deal. They're back in baseball like nothing happened. Nothing happened to the team. There were no sanctions or anything like that. Nothing happened. They get to continue to be successful. What a punishment. Oh, some people boo them. Ooh. Oh, no. I'm so sorry you get booed everywhere you go. What a punishment. It's ridiculous. And I made a joke before this series started. I said, hey, maybe the Yankees will have better luck in this series because Aroldis Chapman isn't there to give up walk-off home runs. Ha-ha! Joke on me! <laughs> Although they were still better off without Aroldis Chapman. Let's be clear. I just am... I just... I... I... I can't believe I sat through that game last night. The good thing is we never have to watch that game again. It's like a movie that you see that's really bad and you walk out of the theater and you think to yourself, what the hell did I just watch? And then you also think to yourself, well, it's a good thing I'm never seeing it again. I've had that happen a couple of times. One was in high school when I saw Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. Me and my friends walked out of the film and we're like, the hell was that? And then in college, I saw the remake of Diabolique with Sharon Stone. I don't remember anything about that movie. 
because I thought it was so bad when I walked out. I was like, what, what did I just watch? <laughs> it's also one of those movies you never see on cable anyway. Same thing with Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. That's the good thing about universally panned movies. You don't usually see them ever again because cable systems won't show them. And no one's going to watch this game again. Well, Houston fans will want to watch it again. And hey, good for you. Watch it. But Yankee fans will want to lock that up deep in the recesses of their brains so they'll never think about it again. Yeah. So the only Yankees who are allowed to walk with their heads held high. Because the rest of you can't. You should be embarrassed. You shouldn't even be able to walk around New York City. I hope you all flew out this morning. <laughs> I really do. I hope you're all gone. Harrison Bader, he's allowed to walk around proud. What an amazing postseason that guy had. After the trade that the Yankees made, which, hey, I wasn't very happy about when it happened, but it turned out to be okay. He's a good dude. He's fun to watch. He's great at defense, except for that one play. <laughs> but that was Judge's fault. That was Judge's fault the other day. And again, the Astros taking advantage of a mistake that the Yankees made. Yankees couldn't do that. It was rare for the Astros to make any kind of mistake. Actually, wait, no, they did. The only times that they could score <laughs> in that one game was because the, Yan the uh, Astros made mistakes. Other than that, they couldn't score. So the Astros just didn't make enough mistakes for the Yankees to capitalize on. Yankees, meanwhile, made mistakes every single damn game of the series. And it was either the players making mistakes or the manager making mistakes by making awful bullpen moves. So I keep saying it on Twitter. I'm going to, I might tweet it out every single day. I might do it every single day until they finally fire him. The Yankees will not win anything with Aaron Boone as the manager. They just won't. He's not a good in-game manager. He might be good with the guys. He might get along with them really well, but he's not a good in-game manager. And there were some cracks in the uh, armor when Clay Holmes and Luis Severino kind of called him out for that game. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Clay Holmes. Good to see him pitching. Finally. <laughs> Just, oh God. This was such a badly managed played everything series it was just from top to bottom it was so bad it was so bad did the Yankees know it was the ALCS or did they think it was June and it was just a four game series in June that they just were okay with being swept in I don't understand <laughs> someone explain this to me someone explain this to me this is just the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life I'm glad my dad isn't around to watch this because Gus would not accept this. Gus would, oh my God. Gus would have been throwing his hands up in disgust every five minutes. IKF would have just blown his mind. He, Gus would have been, forget it. Thank goodness he's not here for that. I do wish that Gus was around to see Aaron Judge when he's right. <laughs> You know, like not in the playoffs. Um, because my God, what a terrible, what a terrible series for Judge. And it was fitting. It was fitting that he was the last guy up last night. And I'm shocked he didn't strike out. I'm surprised he actually made contact with the ball. So, I mean, I guess that's good, right? <sighs> 
So rest in peace, 2022 Yankees. It was fun for a while. It was annoying for a while. Then it got fun again. And then it got annoying again. And to judge, thank you for 62. That was a fun part of the season. You know, that was amazing. We haven't seen anything like that in our lifetime. And it was fun to go on that ride with you. But everything else, whew, just bad. Just terrible. Should I play Taps? I was thinking about playing Taps, but I don't want to get in trouble with copyright. So, we're going to be reviewing the season. We'll be reviewing the season. And, you know, once the World Series starts, I'll, I'll be talking about what's happening in the World Series. So it's the Phillies against the Astros. And, man, the Phillies seem like a team of destiny, don't they? They feel like the 2019 Nationals at this point. Let's hope they are like the 2019 Nationals and the 2021 Braves. That would be great. That would be really cool, Phillies. And I find it hilarious that this World Series is going to be something for New York fans because Met fans will obviously be rooting for the Astros and Yankee fans will be rooting for the Phillies. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button to like our videos, comment on YouTube. As long as you're nice, we'll keep the comments up and click the bell so you know when our videos go live. And thank you for making Lockdown Yankees your first listen. For your second listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So try to enjoy your Monday. And uh, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you.